Hello there everyone, welcome back to another episode of the ALM Fitness Podcast. Now in today's episode we are going to talk about BMI. Now a lot of you will have heard about this before, I'm sure. It stands for Body Mass Index and it is essentially a way um, of measuring our uh, kind of our height and our weight combined into a number that we can then use to give us an indication of how our health might be. Um, again, just based on those two factors. Um, now, I'm already sure a lot of you are aware of that. If you've ever been to the doctors or anything like that, they've probably given you your BMI score or you can do it yourself and you're probably aware somewhat of whereabouts you sit. But what we're going to talk about today is whether you should kind of 100% rely on that as a measure, measure of your health, um, but also whether it is a, uh, if there is a better measure that we can use. Um, so we're going to talk about both of those things today. So first of all, how reliable is BMI in terms of predicting our, our general health and, and kind of how healthy we are? Well, if you are just kind of an average person, you're just a normal person. So in other words, you're not an elite athlete, uh, carrying kind of a significant amount of muscle mass and very limited amount of body fat, um, or if you're you know you're not some kind of like a sumo wrestler or something like that. Um, generally speaking, it can be a a pretty good estimate of general health. And what I mean by that is we see that in the studies that have been done on on people when they correlate BMI to general health, we see that generally too high of a BMI leads to poor health outcomes. And too low of a BMI also leads to poor health outcomes. And, and there is a sweet spot in the middle where, generally speaking, our risk for things like heart disease, cancers and other things like that are, are relatively lower than they are if we were at either end of the scale. Now, that's not to say that if you are outside of the so-called normal BMI range, uh, that you can't be healthy and that you're not healthy and even that you're not at your optimal level of health, because some people might be sitting at their optimal level of health at a slightly higher BMI or a slightly lower BMI than is stated as the recommendations. So uh, BMI is just a guide, is kind of a guide for the general population. Um, and it is a tool that, that's really used to, to kind of stratify a, a large group of people because it's very simple to use, can be done quite quickly by doctors and, and, and people. Um, and, and you can see your kind of your general, uh, get a general idea of where your health is sitting. Having said that, is there a better way of predicting or looking at our health, kind of looking at our weight and how that relates to our health? Well, technically speaking, if we all had access to a uh, kind of an accurate uh, measure of body fat percentage, now that might be a little bit of a better version of um, kind of tracking our health in terms of our weight and our body fat. And that's because, as I'm sure you're all aware, if you have a slightly greater amount of muscle mass than the average person, your BMI would be kind of uh, showing up as being relatively high. Um, in some cases, you might even show up as being obese, um, when in reality, you're just carrying a larger amount of muscle mass, which we know um, up to a certain point is considerably healthy. So body fat percentage would be a good indication there of, well, okay, we're going to separate the muscle from the body fat and think how much body fat are we carrying? And that would be a better kind of generally better indication of how our health is doing, because we know that too high levels of body fat is also negative uh, or can have negative connotations for our general health. So the issue with taking body fat percentages is that the accurate measures, they're not really read, readily available. Really, there are only one or two accurate kind of clinical measurements that are, that are available. And for the most part, even in a clinical setting, even in you know doctor surgeries or even in research settings, 
these are still quite difficult measures, quite expensive me measures to get a hold of. So even in those settings, it's quite difficult to get, you know, gold standard um, body fat percentage measurements. Whereas, you know, if you're doing this at home, it's going to be really difficult for you to get your type of measurement. So we're talking at home things like, you know, body fat calipers. But even then, you've got to be really good at taking those measurements for it to be accurate. You talk, we're talking, you know, scales that, that also tell you your body fat percentage. But even then, although it might be reliable over time, it's not going to be a very valid number. In other words, that number you see is probably not your true body fat percentage. So there are massive indiscrepancies there and, and we can be really inaccurate with body fat percentage, which is why BMI for the most part tends to be a little bit more um, accurate in terms of just giving us that, that bigger picture. And BMI doesn't claim to be anything special um, and it's important that we don't view it as anything special. It is just a number, same as if you were to look at scales, the number you see there, that is just a number and it does not tell the full story. However, I think the, the summary for this podcast here is going to be that should you ignore BMI completely just because it's, um, you know, it excludes a few people on the extremes and it's not really 100 percent uh, the best way to, to look at your health? Well, no, you shouldn't completely ignore it because for the vast majority of us, uh, for the vast majority of people listening to this podcast, it's going to be a pretty good indicator of your general health. In other words, if you are creeping up in BMI and you're gradually getting into the overweight and obese category, but you're not an elite athlete, you know, you should probably look at doing something about that because that probably suggests to us that you might be, your health might be deteriorating because of an increased level of body fat and things like that. Likewise, if you're going lower and lower in BMI and you're eventually kind of getting into the underweight category and even worse, then we would also want to be looking at, at kind of looking at our lifestyle and what we're doing and seeing if there's anything that's going on there and anything underlying. So, both of those extremes, really important to pay attention to. Does that mean that you need to kind of completely use the BMI scale as, you know, gospel and what you should stick to uh, and what you should look at all the time? Not at all, because it's going to fluctuate just as your weight does, because remember, it takes into account your weight as well as your height. So just being aware of your BMI score can be really useful. But again, it's not the be all and end all. It's not the thing that you should uh, hang your hopes on completely in terms of how you're doing in terms of your general health. So hopefully this has been useful. Uh, everyone, hopefully we've taken some um, some kind of key points away from this podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week with another one. See you soon.